Well, welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and we're so glad you're back with us for our series on the fruit of the Spirit. And today we're talking all about patience. And I can already feel here on the set and all out there, all of you are taking a very deep breath. Well, if you missed our past discussions on love, joy, peace, and the first show about what the fruit of the Spirit is, then make sure to check out those shows on seeherelove.com so you can be all caught up. Well, today we're featuring a very, very special guest on our show who knows a thing or two about patience. His name, John Tyson. He is a church planter and the lead pastor of Church of the City, New York, and has a passion to seek and cultivate renewal in the Western church. He's also the author of The Burden is Light, Liberating Your Life from the Tyranny of Performance and Success. He will have a lot to say about patience in the big city, in the church, within relationships and community. We will also have teaching pastor of the Meeting House, Bruxy Cavey with us, who will be sharing his reflections on patience and co-host Joanna will be sharing again from The Good Word. But now we have the most patient people I know. <laughs> <clears throat> here on the set with me to talk about patience. So let's start off, welcome all of you. So let me start off with this. Are you a patient person? From one to 10, how would you rate yourself, Cheryl? Is one the worst? One or <laughs> minus 11 is the worst. Um, I'll take minus 20 for Okay, so oh, Cheryl okay. is minus 20 yes. on patience. Brooke? Yeah, I'm a definite, like I have like one, one I'm a one. <laughs> okay, so one. Lisa, you're gonna bring up the average here. Well, I was just gonna say, like I feel bad, but it, it, sometimes I can be, but it really depends on the context and what my emotional, spiritual condition okay, is on Okay, so aside from that, just give me a number. Come on, Lisa, give me a number. I was going to say, I think I'm pretty patient, like seven, but good. no, maybe I shouldn't be. Okay, girl. that's good. We need to bring that up. You can co-host um, the rest of the show. Yeah, I would say five. Yeah. Uh, my husband would maybe say one, Yeah. but I would say five. I'm going to give myself some grace on that. Okay, so our average size is about two yeah. on the set. <laughs> on that note, um, what would you say are things that make you very impatient? What are the things that get you that you just do not have the patience for? Let's did go. everyone hear the exhale that just happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, did we hear it in the yeah. studio? Because yeah. that was me. Um, okay. I, because thinking about it was getting me like heated, but when people just don't function perform, execute on my level, mm. drives oh. me bananas. Okay. Do you get that voice? You had one job. <laughs> bananas. Yeah. Okay. One job. So you're impatient with people who just don't I'm, I'm just this type perform. of leader okay. that I just, I don't get it. Like, you know, you give the assignment and they either do it really poorly or they don't do it at all. And you're like, wow, what's happening? Yeah, okay, that's mm. good. I, okay, that's good. Brock? I, I um, well, I was gonna say like traffic. I'm, <laughs> but, <laughs> traffic, but, yeah. Yeah, I think that like, I get really impatient when I I want something in my in my head. I see something and I want it right now. Mm. But like, just that's not the way life works, right? Okay. So you want something right now, and yeah. you're impatient when it takes a while yeah. to get. Okay, mm -hmm. Lisa, what makes you impatient? I totally resonate with Cheryl because that to me is like work ethic. Oh. Like we gave you an assignment, yeah. um, get it done. Or if you can't, then come, like do something about it. Yeah. It's like the um, servant with the talent just kind of hides it under and just buries it. And it's like, well, why didn't you even put it in the bank is what Jesus is teaching there. Like be diligent right. with what you have. Yeah. And that is honestly, when people are like that and they've sold themselves to be not like that, that gets to me. Oh, wow. Um, I would say a combination of all of you. I like things done my way, <laughs> in the timing I want, yep. in the way I want, and when that doesn't happen, yeah. 
so it, it's interesting. It's, did you hear it's all about us and our, <laughs> yeah. and our standard and the way, and that what's, that's what makes us really impatient when yeah. people do not conform to our yeah. way. It's mm -hmm. fascinating. No wonder that was listed as a fruit of the spirit, because <laughs> yeah. clearly it's something that we all struggle with. Absolutely. Now, why do you think it's important? And when I say that, because it is one of the fruit of the spirit mm -hmm. that is a marker of a follower of Jesus, mm -hmm. why is it so important? And, you, and, and why Paul mentioned it to the Church of Galatia as a fruit of the outworkings of the Spirit of God in us. Mm. And I know it's a little convicting and I'm, you know, but, no, but why do you question. think it was, it's in there? Why is patience so important? For me, um, when we are able to demonstrate patience the way that God showed patience with mankind, with humankind, with me personally, it shows a maturity of, I think, understanding your relationship with God and how, though I have the standard of work ethic, the best that I have is the least that he is due. And how dare I hold that to somebody who might have other things going on and I don't have the omniscient perspective, all knowing what's going on in their life. So that is like, when you become a patient person, it's the heart of God that is growing in you in that spiritual right. fruit. But what does that mean though? If you were going to define patience to a little kid, mm. how, would you, how would you define that? Mm -hmm. Like you need to be patient, but Not what would that mean? Getting angry or upset when something isn't going your way. I, I, like, yeah. how, how do you talk to a little kid about that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, we see in the light of, of like, God and that this is one of the fruit of the spirit that it's important for us to understand what it is so that we can then say, okay, God help me to be. Yeah. It's, it's, right? the, it's the ability, like short form, it's the ability to wait for something, but it's deeper, it's how you wait. Yes, yes. I agree. Yes. Yeah. And I would also differentiate it with personality traits, like just because you're shy, you're quiet, you're reserved does not mean you're patient. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You said something, you asked a question, why is patience so important? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this. Hit me like a ton of bricks. With, without patience in our lives, we will miss God's assignment. Mm -hmm. yeah. And think about that. If With impatience, we will move ahead of God, move outside of God, and not wait yeah. for that perfect divine thing. Yeah. So we will make a lot of mistakes and, and a lot of um, needless falling and stumbling and scraping of our knees if we were just patient. Yeah. And what's, you know, it always is, is funny when I look at my life and I get so frustrated. It's like, it was five minutes, it was two minutes, mm. waiting in line, traffic, whatever it is. And it's like, why do I have this drive that has to be on my time mm. and immediate? And so that's a real check for me that patience is about waiting and being calm and not getting angry in situations that can be out of our control yeah. and not freaking out. Yeah. Right, it's that that calming and waiting, waiting patiently. Mm. Yeah. Right, and so I think that those are going to be some things that we're going to be needing to talk about throughout mm -hmm. the show. Yeah, well, I was going to say like God, God moves in the waiting, right? And yeah. so when we aren't patient, it's possible that we can miss a whole lot of things that God is trying to do in us and yeah. through us. Yeah. So that's why I believe that patience is so important. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait to hear how you all are working on your patience and some examples about how <laughs> Jesus demonstrated patience because I want to hear you know so the practical how to do it in your everyday but before we share before you all share let's go to Bruxy Cavey and co-host Joanna to hear their thoughts on patience. Next on our list in the fruit of the spirit remember it's not a to-do list but it's a to be experienced list as we stay close to Jesus. Next on that list is patience and patience in the original Greek word it is a compound word it's the word for long and the word for anger or rage. It's not the usual word for anger, which is orge in Greek. It's the word for an explosion of anger, thumos. 
And so a long fuse is really what's being uh, pictured here. We will be people who it would take an awful lot over a long period of time for us to explode. That's just way in the distance. We will not be reactionary in the negative sense. Now, some people say, I need my anger because my anger motivates me to work for justice. As I rage against what's wrong in the world, that's what moves me to do good and to, well, you know what is a better motivation? Love, caring for those who are hurt should be enough of a motivator to do the job in our lives. We don't need to rush toward anger in order to be motivated to make a difference in this world. We will be patient. We will have a long fuse. And remember, the fruit of the Spirit is the character qualities of God working its way out in us. And so the Apostle Peter writes this about patience. And instead of calling us to be patient, he reminds us that this is a primary character quality of God. He says, the Lord is not slow about keeping his promise, as some count slowness, but he is patient toward you, not wishing for anyone to perish, but for all to come to repentance. In other words, why is God not immediately bringing justice and shutting down this whole project called planet Earth? Because he is patient, wanting to give everyone an opportunity to come to a knowledge of who he is. And so if God is that patient with us, then when we invite God into our lives, we will expect him to work out that patience within us. The Bible talks about one of the fruits of the Spirit, the evidence of God at work in our life by His Spirit is patience. That's a tough one. Have you ever spent much time around kids? You're trying to teach them patience or you need to acquire some depth of patience you didn't know you could muster to be patient with children when they've maybe asked you for something for the thousandth time. Patience is hard. It's this idea of long suffering. That's what patience means in scripture. We are suffering for a long time waiting for something to happen. For kids, it, when they're waiting for something, it can feel like ages, but it's actually not that much different for us when we're adults, is it? I love how it says in Psalm 40, this really honest cry. I love how it said in the message, an honest cry from someone who is waiting long-suffering and trying to be patient. It says in Psalm 40, I waited and waited and waited for God. At last he looked, finally he listened. He lifted me up out of the ditch, pulled me from the deep mud. He stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I wouldn't slip. He taught me how to sing the latest God song, a praise song to our God. More and more people are seeing this. They enter the mystery, abandoning themselves to God. This idea of waiting and waiting and waiting. What are you waiting for? What is your patience being tested in right now? I know there's been many things in my life that I've waited for, dreams or hopes, deeper longings, not beyond just waiting in like a waiting room for your name to be called, those deeper longings of life. What are you waiting for? It says in Psalm 37, seven, quiet down before God, be prayerful before him. Don't bother with those who climb the ladder, who elbow their way to the top. Don't bother with the impatient kind of life. While you're in the hallway waiting for the door to open, would you praise God right in the hallway as you wait and are patient as the Holy Spirit develops that in you. Great and convicting thoughts from Brexy and Joanna. Thank you so much. Well, let's talk about the verses that Joanna mentioned. If you want to just read them quickly, yeah, Lisa, then we'll have a discussion about mm -hmm. it. So Psalm 40, verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. Proverbs 14, 
2931, whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. And then finally, Psalm 37:7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Hey, it's Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this amazing conversation, but I just wanted to let you know you're listening to the See Here Love with Melinda podcast, a web and television series produced by Crossroads Christian Communications. We get to produce fun, meaningful content for our See Here Love audience by the generosity of our supporters. So how can you help us and keep See Here Love on the air? We'll go right now to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. So much love and thanks to you. Now let's get back to our conversation. Wow. Okay, so I thought it'd be important to do three verses instead of one to really hammer home (laughs) that in the Bible, it talks all the time about being patient, waiting patiently. And so what are your thoughts as far as when you're listening to those verses, what kind of resonates to you about the importance of patience? What hits me right off the top is this whole idea of being frustrated of how the so-called wicked prosper. Mm. And again, air quotes, but this idea of like, God, I serve you, I I love you. uh, And seemingly other, we do this a lot, we compare. So seemingly other people are flying by and Mm. succeeding and you get impatient in that. Um, but we're not supposed to fret. We're supposed to trust that God's process and plan is important. And, uh, and if people move ahead by sort of ill intentions, God, God's the righteous judge on that. Like breathe, you know? And so what you're saying then in that you just wait patiently Patiently. for the time, the timing and opportunities that God's going to give you. Confident in my calling and timing and what God says, right? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke, what about that? When you hear these verses, what Mm -hmm. comes to mind? Well, there's a couple of things. I love that I waited patiently and he heard my cry. Yeah. First, that's a reminder that God hears every single prayer that is lifted up to him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think patience is, um, whenever I hear a verse that talks about being slow to speak and being patient, uh, I always feel really convicted actually, mm-hmm. um, because like God is so patient with us. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. There was a time in my life where it took me literally five years to, to understand what God was trying to say to me and the direction he was leading me. Mm-hmm. Five years, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, God loves us so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so patient with us. So patient yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. Lisa? Um, whoever is patient has great understanding. Again, it's yeah. linking us to the knowledge of God and how mm-hmm. he moves in our lives and the lives of the people around us. Because it's not just about you. There's a whole yeah. community, there's a family, there's relationships and there's his will. Mm-hmm. And then also rest in the Lord and wait patiently. Don't just like, uh, in your own stress, in the Lord. Yeah. And you wait patiently for him. Yeah. What I'm hearing from you and when I listen to these verses, imagine all the angst that we create mm-hmm. in ourselves physically, emotionally, when we're so impatient. Mm-hmm. So think about that. If we actually were, we're going to wait patiently, we're going to breathe. We're not going to worry about the time. Imagine the emotional, um, all the emotion that we put into it and get all stressed out about yeah. would be relieved and released. Yeah. yeah. Like I think about that. It, if, it would reverse aging. Totally. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. It? But yeah. imagine that. I mean, there, there's also physical you know, along with the spiritual implications, mm-hmm. but there's a physical thing about, we're so stressed out about yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, actually wait patiently yeah. and there'll be understanding, wait patiently and yeah. it's gonna come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is though I believe a choice that we're gonna have to choose every day. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. And, and I think that when God's asking us to be patient, it's also, he's, he's protecting us because then it's going on to mm-hmm. say here in um, mm-hmm. 
Proverbs, a quick temper, like that's foolish. A quick, a quick talker, that's foolish, yeah. right? Like God is protecting us with, with patience. Like he's protecting you from... Yeah, that's a good that's reminder right. that a quick temper, being quick and being reactive mm -hmm. and not waiting out actually can get us in a lot more trouble yeah. in, in our life, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cheryl? Um, I just think if we can learn some patience, we would probably um, have shaved about 10, 15 years of uh, <laughs> detours in our life. Yeah. Um, if And you know, it's you said be patient and wait. And, and one thing that came to me is like, be patient and it'll all be made clear. Yeah. We don't have to understand everything. Yeah. We don't have to know everything. We just have to trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. That's it. And if, when we look at the life of Jesus and who Jesus is, there are many examples, right, of, of him mm -hmm. being patient. I mean, just look at his disciples mm -hmm. and the patience and love he had for them. And we can learn a lot about that. And that's an encouragement for us to get into the, into the mm -hmm. Bible and start reading through and looking at Jesus as God and man and how he interacted with people, his patience and love for each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. So thank you. And my encouragement to all of us is to move those numbers from minus <laughs> 20 and one and five to like, uh, let's get them maybe them with seven bit. or eight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great thoughts, you guys. You know, those tips are, are helpful as, as you shared some of your thoughts about you know, what, what we can do and how we can sort of change our mind to ensure that we have patience. Um, we'll be sure to post your thoughts about patience, um, your blogs and your vlogs on there so that you, our viewers and listeners, can learn along with us and maybe even keep us accountable on our numbers of patience. That would be great. Well, now let's go to Edmonton, Alberta and hear from special guest and pastor John Tyson all about patience. John Tyson, so good to have you here on See yeah. Here Love. Yes, so good to be here. Thank you. And I love that you're part of our Fruit of the Spirit theme. Okay. And you're going to be talking all about patience, so we're going to yes. learn a lot. But before we do, here's a little quiz. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the least, 10 being the most, how patient are you? 4. 4? Yes. Wow. Why yeah. are you a 4? I mean, not to, you know, <laughs> not to make you feel under not uncomfortable. To... We, just, we live in an instant society, and it's just sh everything. Everything has shaped me. I live in New York City. Mm -hmm. I can get anything I want delivered to my door in seven minutes. Anything. I get food. I get medicine. So are you anything. saying cultures, cultures made you a four? Yes, culture. I mean, it is, I'm deeply, deeply shaped by living in an instant generation. Yeah. Wow. And it's accelerated in my lifetime. I mean, I, I honestly get angry if a book's not available on Kindle <laughs> and I have to wait 24 hours for it to be overnighted. <laughs> I grieve at the loss of content. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm relating. Yes. Yeah, like sure. I like yes. things very, yep. very quick. Yep. And I'm I'm not a patient person either. Yep. So actually you're better. I think I put myself as a three. Oh really? Okay. So you're one point up. Wow, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Sanctification. <laughs> so I brought you in because I thought, what what better person to talk about patients than a pastor? Okay. In New York City. Yes. Theoretically. Theoretically. Yes. And so I want to learn, we want to learn from you about it. So okay. as a pastor, how important is patience and how do you demonstrate patience to church, family, neighborhood? Well, patience has to be cultivated, which means if you just live in the flow of modern life, patience will not be developed within you. So it's sort of a countercultural thing. Yeah. You have to identify the benefit of it. You have to identify the lack of it in your own life mm -hmm. and then do very, very small practices to begin to work on it. And so these things sound sort of crazy, but I actually do an exercise every day where I walk slowly through my neighborhood. So I just walk slowly and just try and pay attention. And you know, so much of the ministry of Jesus was just walking and seeing things and being available and noticing. And it, like it opens up doors to all sorts of other things. Yeah. So micro practices, I think, can be very, very helpful in sort of retraining our instincts. Mm, it's good. 
what would you say of, of why patience was included in the fruit of the Spirit? So Paul's talking to the church, here's the list, yes. and it's like patience, love, joy, peace, and then patience. Yeah, because instant gratification is of the flesh. Mm. The flesh driven, when you don't have the spirit inside of you, what are you left with? You're left with your thoughts and opinions and you're left with your bodily instincts. Mm -hmm. And so without the Holy Spirit to mediate those things, you basically do whatever you want and whatever you feel. And so when the spirit comes in and many of those things can be destructive to us. And so when the spirit's inside of us, it actually releases a few so we can actually process is what I want to do right now good rather than just doing it, getting on with it. So you have this lens of values. That's what I think the Holy Spirit is producing mm. inside of us. And the fruit of the spirit takes time and it's worked out uh, over the course of it's, it's a long play. It's not an instantaneous thing. Yeah. And so I, I think that's why it's in there to sort of shut down our aggressive immediate instincts. Oh. And I think we need more patience. I mean, I, and I speak personally for myself right, because yeah. when I'm not patient, yeah. I'm angry, yeah. I'm aggressive, which I think is, I, I pretend it's assertiveness, but it's really yeah. aggression. Yeah. Um, you know, relationships break down, especially yeah. with my husband, who's yeah. a really patient person. Yes. And I'm just like, answer quickly, do this quickly, yes. let's go. You do well in New York, by the way. <laughs> Probably. Yes. I love New York. Yeah. But I think I miss out on a lot because yeah. I'm so busy and just I don't sit in that patience. Yeah. Do you think we do? We miss out on a lot? I, I, I honestly think we do. We miss out on the things that really matter, but they're not urgent. Oh. And so you don't see a relationship. A, a relationship doesn't erode immediately. It happens over time with tiny little steps you don't pay attention to. And then one day there's like this irretrievable gap you can't close. And so when we're so busy, it's, it's daily tending to those things and seeing that, you know, I, I have a little acronym I use for my kids every week, which is when I say, I want to love you. I have a practice which is listen, observe, value and encourage. Hmm. So I listen to them, like I listen to the tone of their voice. Why were they strained? Like I'm, I'm looking for tiny little nuances that are clues to their inner world. Hmm. And I observe what they're excited about. And then I, I try and value and speak into that and then encourage them. And that's that. That learning to love has just like like that has just changed my life. It's good. Yeah. When we look at the life of Jesus, what yes. one example, or maybe two, yeah. uh, would you say really shows us that Jesus lived out patience in his life? So the, two. Uh, one, one. Jesus spent thirty years in total obscurity, making tables and chairs and houses. <laughs> he was. In, I never thought of he that. He was in no hurry to save the world. I mean, he just he lived. One yeah. year of ministry, 10 years of patient obscurity. So that's how his whole life started. And I think another way that Jesus showed patience is the disciples. Oh, the yeah. disciples are awful. They're always, they're trying to call down fire on villages Jesus is trying to save. <laughs> Peter just won't give up on the fishing. I mean, just, and yet he's just so patient with all of them. And I, I think that's think, encouraging. But do you think for a moment he then like walked away and there was like, ah, and then kind of came back? Well, there is a passage in Hebrews that says that Jesus <laughs> offered up loud cries. Maybe, maybe it was over the, his disciples. Because that's what I would do. He, he did get frustrated. He did get frustrated yeah. at times, but he still like it's not that you get frustrated; it's that you then turn around and are willing to extend that patient grace to people. Jesus certainly did that. I have never heard that idea about he was patient in those thirty years before he mm. really kind of hit ministry. Mm. That actually makes me have a bit of anxiety, because <laughs> who waits thirty yeah. years to then go? Finally, it's like I get what I deserve because I yes. think that's what in society we've created. Like, I do this, I get what I, you know, I want this instantly, and we've seen that in reality shows, all kinds of things where it's like you just do this thing, and instantly you'll become a hero, a star, make lots of money. Yeah, I mean, most of that is toxic. I mean, 
God spends a long time forming our character so that when we get influence, it doesn't kill us. The, the weight of our success doesn't collapse our souls. And so I think if he's really committed to using you, it's going to take a while to develop what you need in you to, to carry that influence so well. Good. Yeah. The disciples, that's one too, because I think for a lot of people who are listening and watching, they're like, oh, the disciples are my family. Yes. <laughs> you know, the core and my extended, the yeah. disciples are my colleagues, yes, sure. that, my boss, yeah. the disciples are, you know, anybody around me. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are like, oh man, how do you do that? Because I mean, there are so many frustrating people and hard people. Yeah, well, how do you just- Where those people too? True. We're those people, we're the oh, disciples, we're the annoying people, me, we're yeah. the frustrating people. Yeah. I mean, don't believe me, ask your kids, your friends or whatever. You right. drive them crazy. We, we drive people crazy. So we, we need to be patient with ourselves, mm -hmm. that we're a work in progress, that God will work over the course of time with us. Uh, you know, spiritual formation normally happens through breakthrough and process. Big events filled with a lot of normal days of being faithful. Mm. And uh, that just seems to be the way that God does it, how life works. So we need to be patient with ourselves and that sort of self-awareness then enables us to be patient with other people. When we remember, gee, I'm still struggling with that. I've been a Christian 22 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, then when I see someone else who's like for the fifth day in a row doing something annoying, it's like, I'm gonna give them a little more time, you know? Last thought. So people are listening going, okay, I get that. Those are good things. but. What's the first step? Or maybe an encouragement to say, okay, I, I'm patient, I'm going through the whole fruit of the spirit, and I'm trying to get all of these, knowing that from all of our, our you know, different speakers that mm. you can't do it, that actually God's spirit helps you and develops yes, yes. those. Yes. What would you say? Uh, acknowledging that you're impatient. Just being, being ruthlessly honest with yourself. I am impatient. I am hurried. This could be sinful. When you categorize it as sinful, oh, okay. I, that's a different category. I just thought this was a habit or behavior or the culture. And then just ask the Holy Spirit for help. Lord, I acknowledge that I've been formed this way. I wrestled with that. Help me. It's, you, it's your fruit through my life. So, you know, no big heroic things that become cycles of like effort and failure yeah. and discouragement. Just, just say, help me, Holy Spirit. I acknowledge this. And then do little small things that he invites you to do. But slowing our pace down, I think, yeah. is one of those ways. I think my takeaway, John, is I love the idea of just walking through the neighborhood. Yeah. And sort of being present, walking slowly. Yeah. I think even for me, somebody who's like sort of high energy, even the phys physical thought of just walking slowly or breathing or just sort of bringing myself down would really help. In, in, in France, there used to be a movement called Flaneurs and they used to protest the speed of modern life 100 years ago. Really? And what they would, they had pet turtles and they would take their turtles for a stroll and they would let the turtle dictate the pace. <laughs> and it was a prophetic statement right. about the speed of Paris. That's awesome. Yeah. So another takeaway, the turtle. Right. Walk the, the rise of the flaneurs. <laughs> John, always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for that having me on. That was fantastic. Yes. There's yes. some great tips that we're, I know we're going to take away okay. on patience. Okay, thanks great. again. No worries. Powerful. Like, whoa. Woo! Okay, that is some good thoughts on patience. Well, we gave our number on patience. <laughs> what are you and I now going to do to cultivate patience in our life? So this is a good learning for us here in the studio. Lisa, since she was the highest, is going to go first yeah, to say to how she how? is going to yeah. cultivate yes. from a seven to a 10, yes. three, steps three steps to get there. What are you gonna do? Maybe on my scale it was out of 20, but anyway, <laughs> for me physically, you take a deep breath. Okay. And then mentally, I try to remind myself that I see this much of this situation. Yeah. And then oh. it really humbles me. Yeah, that's it good. It really yeah. humbles me. Yeah. Okay, deep breath, and then look at the big picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Mm -hmm. a, a practical thing for me is when I talk about something, it's at the front of my mind. So if I can 
turn to my husband or my best friend and say, like, I just need to be held accountable. Like, I'm working on my patients. That will really help me, like, truly move forward in practicing that. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a hard one. That kind of goes, uh, yeah. open that yourself up that way, but it is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cheryl? Great. I have to do this on television, so now people are going <laughs> to... Um, you said surrender. Okay. I need to learn to surrender it back to God and, yeah. and take my hands off. Okay. Yeah. And I would say for me, just for patients, I think it's every morning, every day just saying, okay, yeah. breathe. And you don't need to run ahead, do anything yeah. quickly. Just take the time. Yeah. It's going to be okay. You're still going to get there. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Well, thanks for your thoughts, Cheryl, Brooke and Lisa on patience. Yeah. And the honesty about it. So I really appreciate it. And we'll be hoping and cheering you guys on that our patience level will go up. And to you, our viewers, I love what Danny Silk, president of Loving on Purpose, says about patience. He says this, patience is not about how long you wait. It is about how well you behave while you are waiting. That is a good truth to remember. And we'll have more on patience on our website at seeherelove.com. So make sure you check also our Facebook and Instagram for highlights on this show and others. And as you patiently wait, know that you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See, Here Love with Melinda is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. That's 1-800-265-3100. Tune in next week for more honest conversations with Melinda and the See, Here Love team.